Welcome to the Steve Stein Guitar Podcast, brought to you by GuitarZoom.com. If you want to improve your guitar playing, keep listening. If you want to improve even faster, go to GuitarZoom.com, where you'll find all of Steve's premium courses, masterclasses, and memberships that'll help you quickly and easily improve your playing. Now, here's your host, Steve Stein. Hey, Steve Stein here. Thank you so much for joining me for my 10-minute rock licks lessons. We're going to be looking at different fun and creative rock licks that you can use in your playing. Um, if you like this, please do me a favor, like and share and subscribe to the channel and check out my guitar courses, namely my guitar course rock licks over at guitarzoom.com. Let's go ahead and get started. All right, in this lick, what we're going to be learning is an arpeggio that works really great over two different very useful keys. It works over C major and all the relative modes of C major, which would include, for instance, A minor, which we play in a lot. And it also works really great over G major, which also includes the key of E minor, if you know anything about your modes. And if you don't, it's okay. Um, but C major is a very common key for us. A minor is a very common key. G major is common. E minor is common. So sometimes it's nice to learn licks that are really multi-purpose. Um, where we can really use them in different places. So let's take a look at this and then we'll talk a little bit about what it is and how you could use it. So what I'm doing here is I'm doing this arpeggio idea. I'm playing three to seven on the fifth string. And then I'm playing five, four to seven, five, and then three to seven again. So it's very shape oriented. Now you could pick this any way you like. What I do is I do a hammer on here, and then two downs, upstroke, two downs, and an upstroke. But again, whatever works for you, you might do hammer-ons on any of the strings that have two notes, for instance. And that's okay. Execution is whatever's most comfortable for you. Now if we look at the notes that I'm playing, I'm using C, E, G, B, D, E, and then here G and B again. So if I think about the C chord itself, I'm playing the C, E, and G, which is the root, the third, and the fifth, and then I'm playing B, which would be like the major seventh, and then D, which would be like the ninth. So it'd be like a C major seven add nine arpeggio. But to be honest with you, I'm not really worried about that. I'm just looking for something that sounds interesting, and colorful and feels comfortable. What I want you to notice too is that I'm playing two notes on this string, one note on this string, two notes on this string, one note on this string, and two notes on this string. So it has a nice flow to it. It's comfortable for my fingers to approach this, you see? And then what I do is I just think, okay, so if I was playing this over, for instance, a situation with a C chord, I might come off of that you know, into something that emphasizes the C chord, right? Whether it's the note C or something else, maybe the E or the G or something. But And if I was doing this and I was going to solo over an E minor chord, for instance, or excuse me, A minor, because we're in the key of C. You see, so then I might just target my exit, if you will, to an A minor. 
you're enjoying this episode and you'd like to support the podcast, go to guitarzoom.com and consider becoming a premium member. There are three memberships to choose from. VIP, which gives you instant access to a library of short but powerful courses as well as new bite-sized lessons each month. There's also Play Songs that gives you step-by-step lessons so you can learn to play your favorite songs fast. And finally, there's Masterclass, university-level training on everything from soloing to music theory, from blues to home recording. For more info about these memberships and all the premium courses available to you, go to guitarzoom.com. Now back to the podcast. Now, if I was playing in the key of G, then we look at these notes. Well, I've got G, B, and D, okay, which is my root third and fifth of G, but I've also got C and E. So let's think about that. Well, that would be C, D would be the fifth. So we're looking at adding the fourth and the sixth or often referred to as the 11th and the 13th around that chord. And again, if you don't know your theory, don't worry about it. My point is, is that all the notes still function just fine over the G major chord and the relative modes. So if I was playing over G, I might do this arpeggio and then come out of it. You know, into something that, that kind of, you know, represents the G or emphasizes the G. If I was playing over an E minor chord, you know, then I would try and target something, again, that sounds a bit more um, like it connects to the E minor. You see, the, the big thing is, is that, you know, back when I was younger, I always thought like the only thing you could really do was if you were on a C chord, you'd play a C arpeggio, right? And E minor, you'd play E minor arpeggio. And there's nothing wrong with that. But oftentimes what happens is you're just looking for, again, a unique sound, a unique color. And you're not always worried whether everything actually connects all the time. You're just looking for something that sounds interesting. And needless to say, at some point you need to make a connection that, you know, if it's a G chord, you need to make something that that connects to that G. But oftentimes we call this superimposition, where we're superimposing an arpeggio idea that maybe isn't that exact arpeggio, and it just sounds cool. So what I want you to do is I want you just to explore this, you know, Uh, if you've got a, a, a looper or something like that, or find a backing track, you know, just play a C chord. And just explore that sound. And of course you don't have to play the whole thing, you might just play a portion of it. you know, over A minor or whatever it might be. So hopefully that helps you. Please do me a favor, uh, subscribe to the channel if you haven't already, Um, like and share the video, and um, make any comments below if you have any questions about anything or anything like that. And uh, check out my guitar course, Rock Licks, where we talk about how to use licks over, um, you know, various musical situations and other guitar courses that I've got, and they're all available at guitarzoom.com. So take care, stay positive, and I'll talk to you soon. Next time on the Steve Stein Guitar Podcast. All right, this lick, what we're going to be doing is looking at a sequence that's basically going to be used in the key of G major, E minor, that sort of thing. Um, and it uses a series of hammer-ons and pull-offs, so it's far more legato, but it sounds really interesting. So what we're going to do here is we're going to play this pattern right here. I'm going to be using 579, 579, 579, and then 7, 8, 10, and 7, 8, 10. Okay, 
So again, if you know all your positions of G major or E minor or whatever it is, that's what I'm going to be using. And what I'm going to do is I'm going to start off by just preparing myself by doing five, seven, and nine. And then I'm going to jump up to the next string. And this is where I'm going to start doing my little pattern. So what I'm doing there is I'm going to play hammer-ons for five, seven, and nine on the fifth string. And then when I get here, I'm doing a hammer-on from five to nine and then a pull-off again, and then playing seven and nine. Hey, Steve Stein here from GuitarZoom.com, and thank you so much for listening to this podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, can I ask you a favor? Please subscribe, leave a review, and share it with a friend. Your feedback means more to me than you'll ever know. And be sure to check out my YouTube channels where you'll find over 1,000 videos to help you with your guitar playing. Thanks again for listening. Stay positive, keep playing, and keep having fun. If you'd like some help with your guitar playing but you're not sure how to get started, go to GuitarZoom.com and look for the Help Me Choose survey. By answering a few simple questions, you'll get Steve's personal recommendation of the perfect course for you. All this and more is available for you at GuitarZoom.com.